What's up, boss fam? This is your boy, Dun Beasy, and this is the Living Like a Boss podcast, where we learn the habits, mindsets, and practices to be a boss, aka to get results. Because in order to be a boss, you gotta pay the cost, and it costs your blood, sweat, and tears. The cool part about bosses throughout history is they have a shared series of habits, mindsets, and practices that they use. And that's what we're going to be breaking down every single day. Well, let's get into it. Today's boss level mindset is drills for skills in real life. Today, I'm going to tackle how drills for skills pushes us to get specific and realistic with our goals and how being more specific and realistic with our goals habits and practices will help us improve drastically in the short term and in the long term if you've been following the podcast for the last couple of weeks you've heard me talk about drills for skills Drills for Skills is a lifestyle and a video style. If you go to my YouTube channel, I create Drills for Skills workout videos or 15-minute targeted workouts to help people accomplish a specific goal. I won't get into the details now because in my previous podcast, I've gone over what a Drills for Skills video is, how I incorporate Drills for Skills in my life, and how we can incorporate drills for skills in our lives. In order to deepen our understanding of drills for skills and give everyone more actionable steps they can use in order to use the drills for skills mindset and philosophy in their lives, I'm gonna be breaking down how to get realistic and specific with your goals. As a frame for that, I want to start at one of my really, really big goals, break it down from the best case scenario, and then create my specific action plan. Because that's the power of drills for skills. It's a mindset and a workout frame that forces you to create smart goals and helps you come up with the most effective action plan. Well... When I left the United States in 2017, I left to become an international superstar. Direct quote. I literally said that. Well, that's an extremely vague goal. I spent a lot of time in China just getting my performance skills up and doing anything that I could. Well, one day I was at home watching television on a Chinese website because in China, you know, they got the whole red wall thing. You cannot use a lot of popular social media in China. You have to play the China social media game and they don't have everything over there. The funny thing that Chinese websites do have is American television shows. Since they're American television shows, they do the subtitles in Mandarin, but the shows are in English. So it's the perfect opportunity to watch a lot of shows that you got to be on HBO Max, Disney Plus, all types of cable providers to see. And one day I was watching World of Dance, and it was the season with fiction and Lay Twins on there. And I told myself, 
Man, you could take this roller skating thing and get on World of Dance. It's unique. They have one wild card performance every single year. Furthermore, building a show in order to win a game show like World of Dance or America's Got Talent would give me a specific goal. I didn't mention it earlier and I'll go into detail in a later podcast when I break down my time in China more, but I did not have a solid or directed plan to become an international superstar. While I was in China, I realized what it truly meant to be a performer. You consistently get enough performance work to support yourself or create a surplus of money. Although I was working and getting jobs and I did have more opportunities to get on screen and develop myself in ways I never had before, I did not have a consistent performance job. Additionally, unlike when I was training to be in the company in the United States, I did not have a consistent performance goal. The crazy part about freelancing is you realize how expendable you really are. So I wanted to shift my focus from randomly trying to get jobs, getting enough jobs to make myself happy, becoming that person in that place and working a bunch of jobs to really creating something for myself in the performance game and getting on the world-class level that it takes to perform and win and thrive on America's Got Talent or World of Dance would be the perfect scale for my goal. So I decided to get it in. Well, I started practicing yada, yada, yada. Let's flash forward to what that means today. I'm currently still training for television performances. In order to prepare for television performances, I began to break down what my skate looked like and what I needed to change about it. This brings us to the drills for skills mindset. Before you can create a drills for skills, you need to get specific and realistic. What can you realistically do and what are you realistically going to have to do? Initially, I assumed that performing on television would be straightforward. I couldn't imagine a lot of variants. But as I began to break down different television shows and think about how the shows were actually ran, I came to the realization that I was going to have to get more specific with my plan. Step one figuring out what I would need to do. Before you can break a task down into 15 minute workouts, you need to understand what that task is. Well, performing on television isn't as straightforward and cut and dry as you might expect. The first question is, how are you specifically going to perform? Who are you going to perform with? Is it a TRL performance? Is it America's Got Talent? Is it World of Dance? All three of those jobs have different requirements. For example, a show like Saturday Night Live asks its guests to come in and showcase their skill. So something like that might be a minute and 30 seconds of my best skating. But shows like World of Dance and America's Got Talent are game shows that means that you have to continue to compete 
Additionally, World of Dance and America's Got Talent have two different vibes. World of Dance is a high-level dance competition, while America's Got Talent is an entertainment competition. For World of Dance, I would need to focus on having the most technical and visually impressive dancing. But for America's Got Talent, I would need to focus on being the most entertaining. I want you to remember this small distinction because I'm going to come back to this point later. This is something to keep in mind when you're getting specific and realistic. Well, I decided to focus on shows like America's Got Talent and World of Dance. I honestly believe that a talent show might be my best opportunity to break as a roller skater because something else that comes on with being realistic is figuring out what it actually takes to win. Ultimately, you want to define how good you actually have to be. Who do you need to beat? How many times do you need to beat them? What are the criterias for beating them? And who is specifically judging? Then you earnestly look at yourself, see how you would do in that specific competitive situation and create a plan in which you might possibly logically beat the person as many times as you need to beat them under the specific criteria with which you need to beat them. Now that we've set the stage, I want to talk about getting realistic and specific. Step one, define the competition. Since I'm performing on television, my specific competition are the things I'm going to need to do to compete on the different shows. When I initially planned this podcast, this is when I was going to break down World of Dance versus America's Got Talent, preparing to get good at something, to look better and impress dancers versus preparing to impress another group of people and how that changes things. But I decided to go in a different direction. Before I zero in on the nitty gritty details, I have to get realistic and specific about what I want. Before I dedicate my time, talents, and treasures to pursuing something wholeheartedly, I like to earnestly ask myself, will doing these tasks help me get what I want? Because a lot of times what we actually want and what we think we want are not the same thing. Additionally, breaking down what you actually want can help guide your drills for skills and daily training a lot better. I realized that I did not want to be an international superstar. In fact, my opportunity to become an international superstar was absolutely minuscule and negligible. Can I be a successful performer and coach internationally? Yes. But to be a quote unquote superstar is a different thing. Additionally, I broke down what I really wanted from the television performances. As I stated earlier, I want to create the opportunity to profit from the performances long term. And something that I learned in China is one job does not make you a professional dancer unless you can consistently attract work 
or attract work on such a high level where you don't have to work consistently, you're going to need to do something else. That means that none of these television appearances will matter. Because at the end of the day, win or lose, and you will likely lose, thinking about the odds, believe in yourself, but let's keep it real, you're probably going to lose, and even if you do win, you go back to your regular life. Additionally, most of the people who win the shows or do very well are strong performers with strong performance shows. The prize for winning America's Got Talent is a million dollars in a show in Vegas. You can't work a show in Vegas if you don't have a repeatably entertaining show. And that's where I want to start everyone from. I know it's been 12 minutes of talking. I know there's been a lot of backstory and setup and motivation. But under it all is the idea. Before you create a drills for skills workout, you have to get specific and realistic. What do you specifically want? What does it take to get what you specifically want? Can you realistically get it? Is what you're doing and preparing to do going to help you attain that realistically? That's why in order to prepare to compete on television, I started performing at a local market in Thailand. At the most basic level, this gives me time to practice. More practice time, more performance time, better show. Additionally, it gives me a chance to figure out what's actually entertaining. After you finish dancing, the crowd is going to cheer, they're going to look at you, or they're going to leave. Remember the things that they cheer for and stop doing the things that they left after you did. If you know what I'm saying. Finally, this helps me solve one of the biggest issues. Repeatability. You don't need one hot show to win World of Dance. You probably need around 10 hot shows, edited down to around 7 hot shows as the season progresses. Like, think about it. When you watch one of these shows, first you see them do the audition tape. Then if they make it to L.A., they perform for the first time in L.A. Then they have like two other performances before they even get to the top 16 or the final eight or the actual show. You need like four hot performances just to get to the actual show. And then when you get to the show and you get to the final rounds, you have to compete against people who consistently all crowds it's absolutely impossible to do that if you haven't been doing it consistently in a future podcast i'm gonna break down my entire process and how i use the drills for skills mindset to improve my outcomes on the day-to-day but for today's podcast i want you to key in on how i got specific and realistic One of the biggest lessons I've learned living the impossible is it's not always the task that's on your, I'm just going to say behind. A lot of times it's a lack of planning and foresight that has you preparing for the wrong task 
or pursuing goals that aren't going to help fulfill your soul. And that's why before I make the drills for skills, I like to get specific and realistic. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you like the podcast, please drop a five-star review and leave a comment. It really helps out the channel. If you love the podcast and you think it's going to help some people out, please share it with your friends. Well, until next time, Largorn Boss Fam. And if you don't know Thai, Largorn means buy and tie.